0: Erevin, Perk Mishnah Tes, 8-9. The past few Mishnahists have been talking about transferring water into your Chatzar. Now we're going to talk about the halachas of expelling water from your Chatzar. In the time of the Mishnah, they didn't have drainage systems like we have today. So if you take a shower or wash the dishes, when you're done with the dirty water, you'd have to throw it out of your house. And the way they did that is they would just take the water, the bucket and throw it into the chatzer outside their door. Now, the chatseros at the time of the Mishnah were just certainly just dirt. They weren't paved or floored. So the water would just get absorbed into the ground. Now, if your chatser wasn't big enough, so then it was likely to not absorb all the water and some water would drain, like flow out into the street beyond the chatzere. Now, transferring water directly from your home or your chatzere into the street is forbidden because that's good old-fashioned hotza, transferring. And therefore, the rabbis were afraid that if people had small chatseros, which couldn't be safely assumed to absorb all the water that they were throwing from their homes into the chatser, so the chatseros would overflow, the water would drain from the chatser into the street, and it would appear that they people were transferring directly from their homes intentionally into the street, which is forbidden. Um, and either people would think badly of them, or people would come to do it themselves, directly transferring from their homes, throwing water into the street, which certainly is forbidden. And therefore, the rabbi said that if you have a sufficiently large chatzair, one that can safely be assumed to be able to absorb all the water that you throw there, so then no problem. Go ahead and throw your water into your chatzair. Again, as a slide point, we're not worried about, we're not concerning ourselves with the possibilities of zorea, watering fields, and that kind of stuff. No, this is a chatzair which has nothing growing inside of it and couldn't grow things. It's just dirt. Um, so if it's large enough, that's going to be fine. If, however, your chatzar is not large enough, then we're concerned that the water will overflow the chatzar, not be absorbed within it, flow into the street, and then people get the wrong ideas and do the wrong things. And therefore Mishnah says how it sets up what to do if you have a small chatzar. The Mishnah says, amos. If your chatzar is less than four amos, that means four amos on a side, which means an area of 16 amos. If you think of an amo as half a meter, so then you basically got an area of two by two meters, four square meters. Um, if it's larger than that, then no problem. The mission is not discussed in that case. Just go ahead and dump your water in your chatzair. It'll get absorbed in the ground. No reason to be afraid. Things will overflow into the street. And if they do, so they do. It's not a problem. But if your chatzair is less than that size, um, 16 square amos, here, arguments like if you had two by eight ama, chater that's also sufficient, but if it's less than 16 square almost, altogether, So then, You're not allowed to pour your water into your chater on Shabbos. Unless you set up, before Shabbos, of course, a, a sump. That sump is like a hole in the ground to catch the water that's flowing in there and, and store the water. And that sump has to be big enough that the sump has to be able to hold at least two saw of water from beneath the, the hole on the far side, which is like the drainage pipe where if the sump's overflowing, would, the water would drain, drain out through that hole and then towards the street. So why two saw? So Chazal estimated that a normal household, certainly a household that's small enough to be able to function with a tiny chatzar that's less than four on a side, um, uses a total of two saw of water a day. And therefore, if you have a sump that can catch two saw of water, it should be fine, and that you'll always be, you know, the sump will be catching the water, no water will be flowing directly from your chatzair overflowing into the street. Now, as far as the size of two saw, so first of all, in my Mishnah Yasherem, I always just say, you assume the saw in your mind is the same as a six-pack of two-liter bottles, and um, that's the vision. so that's 12 liters, of course, and therefore, if you have two saw, you're talking 24 liters. And that's just, you know, two six-packs of of two-liter bottles. That's fine. Now, the Rambam here brings that the size of Tusa is half an Amma by half an Amma by three-fifths of an Amma. If you do the math, you know there are six Tfachim in one Amma. So that means three Tfachim by three Tfachim by 3.6 Tfachim. Now, those dimensions are important. Um, for the mission itself, as I'll come back to in a, in a moment, but let's just talk about the measurements for a second, since we are discussing them anyways. So if you have three by three by three point six Tfachim, half by half by you know by sixty uh, percent of an ama, so FYI, if you use the forty-eight centimeter ama of Rechem you'll get to uh, something that has a capacity of roughly sixteen liters, whereas if you use the larger sixty centimeter Ama of the Khazuni she'll get something that holds roughly thirty-two liters. So my number here of twenty-four fits quite snugly in the middle between the sixteen and thirty-two, and which is just fine. And of course, whenever I say my sharehum to picture things, it's for the sake of you know being able to picture it and not halachically significant. So anyway, so that's the size of this of this uh of this sump. Now, the Mishnah says You actually can set up your, your sump either outside the chatzera, meaning on the border, where your chatzera meets the street, you could dig a hole as the reservoir on the street itself, directly flush with your chatzera, of course, because if there'd be a gap, then the water would be flowing from your chatzera into, into the street. That's no good. But if it's right snug against your, your uh, chatzera, like your property line, on the street, assuming it's permitted to dig a hole in the street, so then you can do that, no problem. Um, and certainly you can do it also inside your home, and uh, your chatzair, I should say. Within the chatzair, there's no problem with that because it's all caught. Um, and I, if I wasn't clear before, to make sure I'm clear now, once you have the sump in place, so then you can throw your water into your chatzair, even if it's more than two saw you're throwing, even if it's... Already full of water, like it rained that day or something. It doesn't matter. Once, you, since we're only talking about a d'rabbanon, how it's looking, that water is flowing from you, intentionally from you into the street. Once you've set up your your uka, your sump, so then you just can do, do what you got to do, and everything's gonna be okay. That's the din d'rabbanon. Okay. So now, we said you can set up the sump either in your in your or on the line in the street, but just beyond your chutzner. The difference is, if you do it in the street, make the reservoir. So then, you have to cover the hole. I and mean, you have to use boards to cover your sump. On the flip side, if you do it inside your own you have a big hole there. If you don't want to cover it, you don't have to. Now, why do you have to cover the sump if it's on the street? Well, there are at least three reasons. The first reason is actually totally unrelated to the halachas of Hotsa, etc. If you're digging a hole in the street, you're making a bore, the Hashanah, and you can't, a, a, you know, a, 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 yeah, something like people get hurt on. And that being the case, you have to cover it so no one breaks their ankle. That's for starters. But putting aside that issue, um, because you could, of course, like put, I don't know, a fence around or something like that, besides the issue of having to cover it so no one gets hurt. Rashi, you have to understand here, first of all, that it, you're, you're People who see this going on won't know how deep the sump is. They won't know where your property line ends necessarily. They'll just see that water is flowing straight from your chatzera into the street and and pooling over there. And that, of course, would undermine our effort here to make sure that people don't think that you're doing that. That being the case, you cover it. It doesn't look like it's, you know, now you're hiding the fact that you've got water flowing from your chatzera. It doesn't look bad anymore. Um, A third reason why you have to cover it is because since... What was this? What was this whole idea of the three by three by three point six tefachim for the sump and on the shosharam? On the so you might ask ask the question: Wait a second, how does this whole sump help anything? Once the water is flowing from your chaser into the street and catching in a pool over there, you're transferring the shosharam. So that's already that's what you, the whole point. What you can't do. The answer is, if your sump, the uka, has a measure of three by three by 3.6 deep, so then that hole in the ground no longer has the status of a or Carmelis, has the status all to itself of being a Makom Patur. Remember, if you have an area, which is when three Tfachim offset from the HaRabim, this 3.6 deep, and it's less than 4x4 four four Tfachim on a side, which this is, a 3x3 three three Tfachim on a side, it's called the Makom Patur, an exempted area, and one can transfer to and from the Makom Patur, um from the Rush or or Shasyahid without a problem. So the fact that you have this Makumbatur set up just beyond your property line in the Khatzer means you could transfer directly. Um, the point I said before is people don't necessarily can't necessarily see what you've done if it's filled up with water. But more than that, this only becomes a Makumbatur because it's three point six Tfachim deep. The cutoff would be three Tfachim. So you're talking about point six of a Tfach, that's a couple inches. So um over time obviously if you dig like this this hole in the street, right outside your right outside your front yard, if, you know, over time, dirt's going to fill in it and refuse is going to fill in it and it's going to fill up to being less than three Tafachim deep, it no longer will be um, a Makom and you're back to the very same problem of transferring directly into the Sheseram. So that being the case, you have to cover it. That's the third reason why, because if you cover it, so then no refuse and so will fill up the hole and it will remain a Makom allowing you to transfer from your shus, from your chatser, which shus Yachid, into the Makom on its way out towards the